Hey, y'all. Welcome to Triumph Over Trauma, the podcast. Listen, y'all, I created this podcast because, like so many other people, I've had a traumatic past. I didn't always realize how those things affected me negatively and how I even carried them into my adult life. And so I wanted to create a space where other people could come and we could have candid conversations on how you identify trauma, how do you navigate it, and how you recover from traumatic experiences. If this resonates with you, then join me. I am your host and trauma survivor, Miss Eve McNair. Let's get into it. What's up, guys? Welcome back to Trying Forward Trauma. Today is Thursday, November the 29th. Actually, it's November 30th. Yeah, today is actually the 30th. I apologize. <laughs> um, but we are one week post Thanksgiving. I pray that you all had a wonderful Thanksgiving weekend, that you ate some yummy food and got to spend time with your family members, friends, and loved ones. I did have a wonderful Thanksgiving. And on that note, I want to take a moment to thank all of you and to say that I'm actually grateful and thankful to all of you, my listeners, my supporters. I appreciate you uh, just being an audience for me and being my sounding board. Some of you often give me feedback and share the podcast and help to spread the message. And so I appreciate you and I'm thankful for you. I spend Thanksgiving alone, which was very much appreciated. Um, I got to relax and have the house all to myself, ate some yummy food, and just was still and grateful and thankful for stillness. So I'm appreciative for that. Listen, today's episode is coming at you. (laughs) Now, it's not really coming at you. Hopefully, it's coming to get you, but not coming at you. This episode is for those of us who've been marginalized, those of us who have been stuck in the margins, right? Now, I have my little handy-dandy notebook here because I plan to get all up and through this episode, all right? I want to first say this. Again, this episode is dedicated to those of us who've been stuck in the margins, margins of fear, shame, doubt, guilt, uh, margins of people's opinions, margins of the past, margins in any capacity, right? Sometimes we've been marginalized and don't know it. I remember when I was in grade school, we had this assignment in which we would write to pen pals. The pen pals that we would write to actually went to different school districts, right? And we um, were assigned a pen pal and we had to write to them. And I remember when we were learning to write letters, when I was learning to write letters for the first time, my teacher would often say, stay out of the margins. She would often say to the class, stay out of the margin. And I didn't really understand the importance of staying out of the margins, right? And so when she would grade my paper, she would often write a note that said, come out of your margin. As I reflect on that time, I think about the areas of my life where I am still somewhat marginalized, right? Been marginalized by fear or shame, by the guilt of my past, been marginalized by people's opinions or the need for their approval. I often find myself marginalized by the stigma associated with mental illness as it relates to the trauma that I suffered, right? I find different areas where I've been marginalized. But my challenge as I move forward for the remainder of this year and going forward into the next, my prayer and my endeavor is that I come out of the margins fully and 
live in the free open space that God wants me to. I, I challenge myself to live out loud, to learn freely and to love myself without shame. What areas of your life have you been marginalized? Have you been marginalized by your past or people's opinions? Have you been marginalized by your age or low self-esteem? Have you been marginalized by society? How have you been marginalized? What emotions come up for you when you think about it? Is it anger, despair, or grief? Well, whatever the, the emotions are that come up for you when you think about the areas of your life where you have been marginalized, allow those emotions to be. Allow yourself to process fully by experiencing each range of emotions that you feel because you are on your way out of the margin. So how do you bring yourself out of marginalization, whether it's been imposed by society, by the culture or religious spaces, or even yourself, your own traumas and things you've gone through? Uh, how do you get free from these margins? I think the first step is acknowledging and confronting the area where you've been limited. And I think I think it starts there. Marginalization is a social exclusion and it makes us feel like we're not good enough to live fully. People who are marginalized uh, often feel like they are less important. They are less respected and less accepted. And so we have to look at areas of our life where we feel that, where we can acknowledge that. Sometimes it might also, it might also help to look at your insecurities, right? If there are insecurities that plague you, if there are things that eat away at your, your self-esteem or um, a way at your sense of self, they may be due to areas where you've been marginalized and you're not aware, right? Typically, women and girls, indigenous people, ethnic minorities are the most marginalized and are excluded by barriers that are not only economical, but political, social, and cultural. And I think that rings true. I remember even there was a story in the Bible about a woman with the issue of blood and suffered. She was basically suffering from hemorrhages for 12 years. And according to Jewish law, if you were a menstruating woman, you were considered ceremonially uh, unclean. You couldn't enter the temple. You couldn't touch anybody. Uh, you basically had to be alone until um, your cycle was over, right? And even when your cycle was over, you would have had to um, have been hemorrhage free or blood free for seven days before you can before you can resume your place in society so to speak now this particular woman um in the in the story of luke 8 she had been hemorrhaging for 12 years and so that's 12 years of isolation 12 years of marginalization 12 years of being an outcast 12 years of rejection right of shame of guilt of fear of despair. I, I can only imagine how she felt, but she was marginalized. She was marginalized by society, by the culture, um, I'm sure by friends and, and family who knew she had this issue. The Bible doesn't go into detail as to how they knew if she had to make it known. I know if you were a leper and you were out in public, you had to announce yourself as being unclean. Like say you were going through the marketplace or something, you would have to say unclean, unclean, unclean as you walked about. So I don't know if the same applies for the woman with the issue of blood, but the Bible says that she was hemorrhaging for 12 years. And if, you, if you're familiar with the story, she kind of like snuck her healing by um, touching the hem of Jesus's garment. And the Bible says that when she touched the hem of his garment, she was made whole. Um, and the story goes on to say that Jesus 
perceives that virtue went out of him and he asked the crowd who touched me. Um, and I think that story is so unique because even when asked who touched me, the woman was afraid. And it goes to show you how um, not uh, not only can you be marginalized by, by fear, but even, even when you're considered um, okay, there's still a level of hesitancy to, to, to pronounce freedom because you're so looked upon as not having been accepted. And there was such an exclusion that I believe that she experienced for the last 12 years of her life, which led to her hesitancy in responding to Jesus. But the Bible says that she came and fell at his feet and told Jesus the truth, you know, told her, told him her whole story, how she had been bleeding for 12 years. And she had purpose in her heart that if she touched him in his garment, she would be made whole. And she was made whole. But that story is a prime example of how you can be um, socially, culturally marginalized and how those margins will affect you mentally, physically, spiritually, emotionally. Right. And I thought that was interesting. But what I do like about her story is that she took initiative. She took action. She purposed within herself that she wasn't going to remain in the margin. She wasn't going to remain oppressed. She wasn't going to remain suppressed, right? She was going to be free. And I think that we all can take a page from her story. I think we all need to be just as tenacious, just as bold in terms of freeing ourselves from the margins, knowing that our healing is on the other side, knowing that healing is available, freedom and liberty and peace. Joy is available outside of the margins where we may be stuck outside of the margins, even if they be self-imposed or society imposed. We don't have to live like that. We don't have to stay in those spaces in terms of freeing ourselves from the margins. And I thank God for her story. I thank God for the power of of her push, right? The power of her uh, faith and the power of her initiative. Um, I think another way that we can combat the oppression of marginalization is to fight back, fight back uh, to the powers that be, right? Not necessarily a physical fight, but fight back mentally, fight back uh, spiritually, fight back in prayer, fight back in preparing yourself to be better, to be greater, to to exceed the expectations of others. And not that you want to live in a way that you necessarily look for the approval or validation of others, but that you live in a way that supersedes uh, their finite summation of you. Because I think we have to come to a point in our lives where once we realize where we've been limited, once we realize where we've been held back, I think the choice is ours and it's up to us to make decisions that will ultimately end our bondage, right? There's decisions that we must make that will ultimately end our bondage and free us from it because nobody can imprison us but ourselves. I think we have to take our power back from those places where we've lent it unconsciously, inadvertently. Sometimes we lend our power, especially if we come from backgrounds where we had not previously received respect or love or affirmation or validation. Um, there comes a point to, in your life where you mature past those traumas, where you mature past uh, those, the failures of the people who were you know, who were responsible for your um, nurturing and development. There comes a point in time where you take responsibility for your own growth. Um, 
and you can outgrow the margins. You can outgrow the boxes that they placed you in. You can outgrow even the limitations that you've placed on yourself. I know, I know me personally, I feel like I'm at a point where I'm starting to realize where I've been held back. I'm starting to realize what areas stump my growth. I'm starting to realize what areas no longer um, serve me. I'm starting to realize that there are some things and uh, people in my life who have outgrown and not in a way of discarding them, but knowing knowing now that there are some um, some things that I desire that certain levels can no longer provide. And I think now is a time more than ever, especially toward the end of the year, is now more time than ever to take assessment of those areas of your life that you no longer serve you, the mindsets that you had that no longer serve you, um, maybe even some people who you may have outgrown or some um, attitudes and dispositions that you know have held you back in the past, have been a part of what has marginalized you. Um, I think that will be beneficial in moving forward, right? Just taking full assessment, being completely honest with where you've been, where you are, and where you want to go. Thanks so much for tuning in. I pray that this message was beneficial to you. Listen, if you'd like to be a part of the show, maybe you want to share your story or a testimony or how you're learning to triumph over trauma, please feel free to look at the contact information in the show notes of each episode. There are tons of information that, um, on how you can persevere, how you can learn to triumph over your trauma. There are some information about therapy. There's information about the books I'm reading uh, that have been helpful to me on my trauma healing journey. Uh, and also there's my contact information. You can also find me on my socials. I am Miss Eve on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. And so if you check out the show notes, you'll find all types of links, all of my information there. Also, if you'd like to support the show, you can do so by visiting the link below as well. Keep in mind that the trauma that the Triumph Over Trauma podcast does also offer merchandise. We have mugs, hoodies, and baseball caps. We're working on some other things to add to our merchandise catalog. If you'd like to order or check us out, you can find some of that information on my TikTok. So don't forget to uh, follow me there. If you follow me, I'll follow you back. Thanks so much again for listening. Uh, I pray all is well. Remember, now thanks be unto God who always causes us to triumph. 2 Corinthians 2 and 14. See you next time. Bye.